You know how I am, James. Why are you looking at me all weird? What do you mean? All weird. I'm not looking at you weird. All weird. Log into your computer. Be ready to fact check, would you? Uh, alrighty. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. James, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Um, or actually, I forget which button it is. Not which button? Enough. We haven't done this in so long, I forget the buttons. Uh, it's this one. Welcome to How Did It Come To This, where the history inoculates the news. Sitting across from me is a woman who is not immune to chicken pox, it's Siobhan Doherty. Uh, that's just not even clever, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and next to me is a man who is anti-anti-vaxxers, it's James Tuckwell. Hi. <laughs> and I am Daniel Matters. Ready? And, uh. oh, okay, yep. Inoculating against ignorance since 2008. Hey. Is that when you started teaching? I took a punt. I was 2007, but Seven. you were close. Oh, so close. You were close. <laughs> you were close. It was, it was a rough that was good. I like that. Well, okay. James gave it to me. <laughs> I can't steal things. <laughs> but glad you liked it. <laughs> this week on How Did It Come to This? Disease, death, and something that can stop it. When the world is destroyed by things we catch, what could we possibly do to control such a force? Who came up with vaccination? Uh, did early vaccines work? What dark diseases ravaged society before we could control them? What has their impact been on society? And why does my doctor have to hide the needle before he gives it to me? <laughs> Ultimately, how did it come to this? <laughs> why does he hide the needle? Why does he hide the needle? He hides the needle because I'm deathly afraid oh, of the needle. It's funny. I've been joking about this with uh, my midwife and stuff. It's such a man thing being scared of needles. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm petrified. Oh. Um, and so he he will yeah he hides the needle in his coat pocket. Oh, and he comes in and he talks with me about stuff and then like he'll tell me to look mm. at a, a spot yeah. on the wall and he keeps me talking. Yeah. Um, and, and then and doesn't he and doesn't warn you? He or? doesn't warn me. Yeah, and then oh. he just does it. Yeah. Do you get a lollipop? After. Uh, no, I don't get a lollipop. Oh, no. you, I think you should. You've been such a boy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I got vaccinated today. Did you know? Did you? Yeah. What'd you yeah. get vaccinated I for? I got boostrix today. Is that the hooping, hooping cough? One? cough. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it actually hurt. Yeah, like, that, that is a. That's an ouchy one. I do remember getting that one. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is an ouchy one. Yeah. 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 She's like, you might get like a big welt, like a big red welt. Just put some ice on it. Like, mm. if, you, if you stop breathing, you need to go to hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Great. Sound sound advice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because they they that that's only been a recent thing that they've started doing that for during pregnancies. Pregnancy. Is yeah. it okay? Yeah. I've only been pregnant recently, so I think if I remember correctly, because we we had our first child in two thousand and. 11. I, I feel like that. that should be more spontaneous. I had to think about that one. <laughs> sorry, um, Sophie. Sorry, sorry. Um, but um, yeah, I remember them talking about like, oh, now we, we're going to give it to you now right. instead of like waiting until yeah. 
to give it to the child, like because yeah, okay, like it, there you it, go. we we think that it will yeah. help with the, well, with the child's the, inoculation. Apparently so apparently it does. It does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it gives the baby some yeah. some immunity. Well, if you haven't guessed, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Today we're talking about the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> um, so vaccines. Uh, we're going to talk about where they came from, what 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 the go is, how they're going, um, which of course is is all prompted by the fact that um, millions and actually billions of people around the world are in the process of mm. and are about to receive a vaccine, hopefully. Yes. Um, I uh, I was reading just before we started this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from the ABC. Yep. Uh, the New South Wales government to establish COVID-19 mass vaccination hub in Homebush. Okay. Um, and the thing that really caught me on this one, so the New South Wales government has announced it will establish a mass vaccination hub in Homebush in Sydney's inner west, which uh, for international listeners, that's where the Olympics were mm. in Sydney, um, which it says will handle half of the entire state's COVID-19 jabs. Uh, how? Are they going to get country people to travel to Homebush? And, well, I'm assuming because like Sydney is almost half Sydney? the population of so, New South Wales. So, so we so have to means, go to Homebush? Well, here's what I don't know. I don't know whether they're just like it's distributed distributing the stuff from there maybe yeah uh, <laughs> yeah so half of okay. those would be administered at the facility it says at here. the facility yeah i don't want to go to homebush and the other half spread across 100 sites around new south wales i think there are some more sites in sydney okay i think um i think there's like one at what randwick GPs? <laughs> just gps doing it <laughs> i don't that know seems so much more practical i don't know it's like um, that it's like they've decided that um like the problems of logistics getting it to gps is just too hard so we're just going to outsource that to the people and you're going to come to us which <laughs> which makes sense because um Oh, there you go. James just flagged population the population stats. there. So 5 million people living in Sydney, but there's 8 million people in New South Wales. So we so do yes, have more than half in Sydney. Do. Yep. There you go. Um, so, yeah, well, because the COVID vaccine, um, the one that we're getting in particular, which yeah. is most likely going to be the AstraZeneca one yeah. for the majority of the population. Is that the two jab one? That's a two, that's a two jab one. Yeah. And it's one of the ones that has to be at really low temperatures. Right. Yeah. So logistics of that one is pretty. Is tricky. Full on. But other countries are managing why can't we manage? I don't know. I just, so I don't even like going to Homebush to see a show that I've been waiting for for months and months and months because it's just a nightmare. <laughs> it is not the greatest place so to get to. going for a jab is just really unappealing. Sure. But I'll still do it because it's my civil obligation. Duty. Yeah, yes. that's right. Be a good citizen. <laughs> um, in case you haven't guessed, no anti-vaxxers in here. There are not. There are not. Uh, so... Um, yeah, we're going to talk. Okay. We're going to talk lots of things here. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, f- I thought um, maybe. Ooh, how are we going back? Well, we are going to go back. Uh, look, I didn't get a special. I didn't. Get a special. Oh, okay. No, I, no, 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 no. I thought you were leaving. Sorry, up to no, it. no. Cool sound. It's all right. Garth and Wayne are, are um, timeless. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all the foghorn again. That could be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought maybe maybe we might jump back. A little bit further than you might be expecting. Okay. This week. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Um, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna go all the way back to one thousand AD. Ooh. One thousand AD. AD. Okay. So maybe maybe that's got people thinking about where we're gonna end up. Mm. But uh, let's let's get there. Okay. Thanks, Wayne and Garth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 1,000 um, because we're, we're kind of pretty sure that uh, the earliest form uh, of uh, inoculation mm-hmm. is what you would call it um, yes. came from China. Yep. 
I have um, or India. Or India, yeah. yes. Sorry, yeah. yes. No, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah. Uh, it is a possible origin. Mm. That is mm. true. Uh, but um, there, there is some some documented use of a technique called <laughs> variolation. Yes. Um, which um, – So I actually looked this up before and I didn't get so far as to – so what's the difference between inoculation and vaccination? Um, so as, well, as far as I could tell um, is uh, when they start talking about – so we're going to get to this guy in a minute, but Edward mm. Jenner, who's mm. the guy who – like the first Western yeah. vaccine guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Therefore the one that gets the credit for everything. Yeah, when they, when they talk about that, uh, he, he talks about – inoculating against yeah. uh, smallpox. Mm-hmm. And in his paper, he coins the term vaccinate. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so uh, I, th- I think, so I think they're potentially interchangeable. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe if there's any doctors out there who are listening <laughs> and they want to correct Let me, send it in. Cause I want to know. Cause I know that as it developed, uh, so like you, like spoilers, like when you get vaccinated, you are given a small dose of whatever it is you've been, you're, you're trying to. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But sometimes it's alive and it's small or sometimes it's dead. Yeah. So like, I don't know, maybe that's the difference. Yeah. I think, I think there might be, it might be to do with some of like, cause some of them, <clears throat> some of them do what you say, mm. which are like you get a small dose, Yeah. but then other ones, they're not like that. There's no live dose. It's actually a, a, a different, like you trick the uh, body into thinking okay. that it's what yeah. it is. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. More um, manufactured. Would they? Okay. Be- so to, ino- okay. So James got to inoculate means to implant a microorganism, which means to, that's that's yeah. a live vaccine. Yeah. Okay. So that's the one that they give you a small dose of it. Yeah. Whereas I'm pretty sure, like, I think the one for flu. Vaccinate just means to give a vaccine to someone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think yeah. the flu one is not a live vaccine. I don't think we get jabbed with flu. Right. Right. Okay. I think you get. I think that's one that fools the body. Okay. I, I, well, I mean, look. I mean, this is scientists. science. No, we're not science. We're not scientists. We're definitely historians. We're talking about the history. Um, but yeah. Um, but it's good to clear up the terms. Yeah, well, that's what, yeah, because um, variolation. Yeah, which is an interesting one. Is the, yeah, that's, <laughs> I, 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 I did laughed look way, that I, I laughed way too hard about variolation. So let's talk about that. You okay. haven't got some information, have you? Oh, just that that is, um, re- that's referring specifically to smallpox. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, which all right. Which is how it all let's, let's, so, ta- let's yeah. talk about, let's talk about how they did this. Yes. So. Um, Hilarious. There, there is, there are some, there's some documented evidence in Chinese uh, documents mm-hmm. that talk about uh, this variola- variolation mm-hmm. method where you take someone who has had smallpox. Mm-hmm. Now, smallpox, um, it, I mean, we don't see it these days because no. it's been eradicated yes. and we'll talk about that. But yes. um, it, if you've ever seen – like I would say Google it, but really you probably shouldn't because oh, it's, it's terrible. Awful. It looks awful. It yeah. is horrible. Yeah. Um, but it, like chicken pox, you get – scabs and bumps yeah. from yeah. scabs that you scratch. Yeah. Uh, and so it is much yeah. worse, yeah. much worse. And they're more painful too, I believe. Yeah. Um, and so uh, what you would do in ancient China is that you would <laughs> take the scab from someone who's just gotten better from smallpox. Yeah. So they've still got some scabs on their body and they're yeah. better. Yeah. And you take the scab uh, and you, you grind it up yeah. into like a powder. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, well, <laughs> you, you snort, snort it. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, like, you know, whatever you do for kicks in ancient, well, not ancient medieval China. <laughs> I mean, you yes. know, <laughs> that's, what, 
they did. Um, which, which just leads me to all sorts of fun images. Well, and um, like, <laughs> were they cutting it up with credit cards or are they just yeah. uh, <laughs> have um, some beers lying around yeah. as well? Uh, but uh, what I did, what I did want to take from the Chinese thing is that mm. they, they actually it became ritualized, mm. um, and it would like they had like full like ritual blowpipes that they would use to yep. do it and like yep. um you know so like the ritualization of it yeah. obviously was designed to, to make sure that it worked it worked yes um yep. so that people would do it mm. um which is, i thought was was Pretty quite cool. interesting yeah cool. but um, there's not much information on the efficacy there is not right. uh but but, uh, and if you want to look some of this stuff up, it's um, this, uh, this website that we found, um, which is historyofvaccines.org forward slash timeline. It's the history of vaccine timeline yeah. and it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it is good. Uh, it's, it's mostly, it talks about a lot of American stuff, but mm. um, I did find that there, there was um, variolation used in Boston um, during the Boston smallpox e- epidemic of 1721. Yeah. Um, and so uh, i just read you a little bit here. So smallpox raged through Boston in 1721, ending in 844 deaths. During this epidemic, physician uh, Zabdiel Bold- Boylston. Uh, <laughs> yep. That's a fitting name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, variolated 248 people. Mm. Um, and of those variolated, six died. So okay. the case fatality for variolation was around 3%. That's pretty good. Uh, but the disease case fatality was 14%. Well, those stats speak for themselves, I think. Well, it seems like it. <laughs> um, so um, and because of um, – but there, um, people people were, were quite angry that he did it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, they threatened him. Uh, here's a nice quote. Um Cotton Mather, you dog, damn you, I'll inoculate you with this with a pox to you. Oh, strong words. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he wrote um, later on, uh, I never saw the devil so let loose upon any occasion. The people who made the loudest cry had a very satanic fury acting them. Mm. Uh, their common way was to rail and rave and wish death or other mischiefs to them that practised. Yeah. I guess um, what we need to remember about America at this time is that it was quite Puritan. Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> so there was there was quite a big backlash against the mm. use of because there's there's two things that were going on during this time with variolation in particular, which yeah. was using animal variolation. Yeah. And okay. people variolation. Yeah. Right. So animal variolation, obviously you're using stuff from animals. From animals, yeah. And they were like, that's wrong. You yeah. can't do that. Okay. Um, well, I have a fun fact that I think you might like. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. With Siobhan. So I think you will like this because it's the United States again. It mm. uh, involves George Washington and the Revolutionary War. Ooh. You ready? So uh, variolation was brought to the United States by an enslaved man named Wonsimus. Have you heard of him? No. no didn't hear of that? Yeah. So we don't know much about him because mm-hmm. he was a slave. Sure. <laughs> um, except that he was owned by Cotton Mather, who was a Puritan minister who was also known for his involvement in the Salem witch trials. Um, <clears throat> so he brought it to America. The person who became a fan of variolation was none other than George Washington. Well, there you go. Yeah. 
Um, and so he required his troops to be variolated during the Revolutionary War because he had suffered a case of smallpox. Oh, I, I did and, know this. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He thought the British would use the disease as a biological weapon. Yeah. Mm. I did know that. I did knew, you know I that? knew about the mass smallpox variolation. I did yeah. know about that. Yeah. Uh, I was like, Whoa. Which is actually um, shout out to a podcast that I've been listening to, which is um, the Presidencies of the United States, yes. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, um, he, he talked about that in – is George Washington episodes. Yeah. Plural. Yeah. Um, well, there's lots to write about him. But um there were, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the soldiers were like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up and do um, take but it. Yeah, he ordered them to do it. And they, yeah, they did and they, they, did they and there was like heaps less yeah. smallpox yeah. broken. But the British got it. The British got the it. British got an outbreak of smallpox. There you go. Um so was that a factor in their loss, do you think? Uh it uh, didn't help them. Mm, no, I don't don't imagine <laughs> that no, it would have. No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Good one, Captain Obvious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <coughs> so, uh, look, I, I didn't have anything more to say about ancient No, 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 me either. Oh, although, actually, no, other than there are some sources that claim that this variolation technique go back as early as 200 BCE. Oh, so, wow, okay. So yeah. it could be quite early. It could be, like, much, much earlier, but, yeah. I mean, as with everything ancient... I'm sure, like, it's probably, like, you know, people who are observing diseases and things Mm. would have probably realised that some some things you get at once and and then you don't get it again, even if there's an outbreak again. Yeah. So I'm sure they probably were like, huh. Some people die and some people don't. So, like, yeah, just making connections and, yeah. hmm, No, I think it's very interesting. Risky and very brave of those people to be the – the front runners. Okay, so James has fact checked me. Apparently, a lot of British soldiers were already immune because they were already exposed. Because they were from England. From yeah. England. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure though they did get it. I'm mm. pretty sure there was like an outbreak in the in the British camp. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, no, I, I was it was interesting about the like yeah, the whole the like the George continental Washington. army being vaccinated. Just a bit of a revolutionary in many ways, wasn't he? Yeah, mm. he was. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Uh, so that brings us to uh, my man, Edward Jenner. <laughs> I like to call him Ed. Ed, yeah. Um, he's a really good Jenner. He, yeah, he's the good Jenner. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even make that connection. <laughs> um, so uh, he he's around in the, the late 1700s, mm-hmm. early 1800s. He's an English uh, physician and scientist. Yeah. Um, and he was, uh, he was working on... Um, a lot of different different things at the yeah. time, mm-hmm. um, but uh, he he was very interested in zoology, so yeah. he, he loved these animals, um, and uh, he was working on a lot of stuff to do with animals when he came across um, what was it the the Asian practice of variolation, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. and that's when or he snort and scabs as I like to scabs. call it. <laughs> um, but he made a link when he saw it. He made the link between smallpox and cowpox. He did, and that was the big breakthrough. Yes, because he saw that it was very, very similar, mm. and um, and he also um, so this is when he decides. Well, maybe we should use cowpox and well, see and what, what happens. And what he noticed as well is mm. that milkmaids who would get the cowpox right. wouldn't mm. get smallpox, or they wouldn't get it as severely. As they severely. definitely didn't die when they got it. Yeah, yeah. So he saw that. He saw and that made link, that right? Yeah. So yeah. so he saw that. Yeah. So people who were working with cows mm. directly. 
yeah. um, not getting get smallpox. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so then he grabs a 12-year-old boy and <laughs> 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 highly questionable methods. <laughs> oh, a shout-out to James Phipps. He was the first person given the experimental cowpox vaccine. What a hero. So I, bet he, I bet he had a real say in what was happening. That's him. There's a, so there's a portrait of it. James has pulled up here. Yeah. There's a portrait of it. So if you if you Google James Phipps, you might be able to find this portrait mm. of of his, I'm assuming his mum. <laughs> Who knows? Holding him down <laughs> while while Edward's mm. just, you know, sticking and sticking a sticking a little sticking some cowpox into him. into him with <laughs> some cowpox on it. Excellent. Uh, oh, there yeah. we go. Painting by Ernest Broad. Um <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so he does. He gets yeah. this this twelve year old boy, uh, and he introduced uh, material from a cowpox scab. Yep, um, from a woman called Sarah Nelms, who was a milkmaid, uh, and put it into James Phipps. The good news is he didn't have to snort it. That's true. He yeah. didn't. That's yeah. true. Silver linings. Um, and so he two months later. Mm. He, he he takes him. This is what this is what gets me too. I know. He takes him and he and he, he stabs him with smallpox. Intentionally gives this poor boy smallpox. You know, I'm gonna guess he was probably an orphan or something. Like, oh, who, who would like, know? I don't know. Um, yeah, poor landless labourer working as Jenna's gardener. Right. Yep. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Just grab some kid. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he gives him smallpox. Uh, luckily for uh, good old James Phipps, it didn't develop. No. Um, it's a happy ending. It is a happy James. ending. It's a happy well, ending for James. To an extent. Hang on. In, in some in some regards. Uh, Jenna gave him, his wife, and his two children a free lease on a cottage in Berkeley, which went on to house the Edward Jenner Museum. He attended Jenna's funeral in 1823, and he died in 1853. There you go. There you That's go. really that, that is, it is happy a happy ending. ending. Yeah, good, excellent. <laughs> so Jenna was a good dude, even though he, he yeah. did that. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so that leads to um, uh, a, a paper that's published by Jenna in 1798, yeah. an inquiry into the causes and effects of the variolae vaccinae. Yeah. Um, and this this pretty much starts the scientific mm-hmm. interest in the idea of vaccination. vaccination. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, there were, there were lots of people then who started talking about it. Uh, but, uh, obviously again, there was massive, um, opposition to it because it was using animal material. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, here you go. The term vaccination is coined in 1800 by surgeon Richard Dunning in his text, okay. some observations on vaccination. There you go. Um, which is obviously coming from the Latin vaccinae. Yeah. Um, Yep. And then I think like the, the biggest one after that we have is um, in 1885 with Louis Pasteur, um, who is French, mm. um, and he developed the vaccination to rabies and anthrax. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that's quite a big jump in time. It is so a big jump in time. hundred years. And it takes a while for, for quite a few of the like, so, you know, smallpox, um, the, the, the vaccine is working, mm. um, but it also takes a long time before like a but, massive take up. Is, yeah. Confidence is established. In yeah. What's going on. So I might just follow. We're seeing that now. Let's. Um, oh, oh, here you go. What? Okay. James, you've just outdone yourself. He as has. Fact checker. So vax, vaccinist is the Latin from vacca or cow. Cow. Huh. 
I feel like we should have found that in our research. I know. And we didn't. I did not see that at all. That is awesome. Don't always look so into entomology. Of there you go. So vac- <laughs> vaccine is actually it's from so directly related from the smallpox vaccine because of, of cowpox. Cows. There you go. That is, can you just play, oh, we, no, don't play the fun facts with Siobhan because then that's giving me the credit. I need to get really a, this is James. we need a sting for James. Yeah, we do. I think. We'll work on that. Yeah, okay. We'll, and by we, we'll I mean do that. you. I will. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. I'll work on it. I'll, I'll figure something out. Very good. Um, but I thought Kudos. Maybe, maybe if we just follow smallpox to the end because I think yes. it's an interesting story yeah, where, um, so like they, like a lot of people start vaccinating against smallpox. Mm-hmm. Uh, the British government tried to do like a vaccination act mm-hmm. um, for the universal vaccination, but it, the take up is really poor. Um, people don't do it. Um, but um, the, it, what, the, the good thing it did, um, it provided a thing called the poor law authorities mm-hmm. um, who um, were essentially like the, the safety net in England at the time. Yep. Um, I just love the, the, the poor law authorities. Oh, yeah. um, but they would dispense the vaccination free of charge. Hey. Yeah. That's this cool. was in the 1800s too. So that's, that's like actually- Very progressive. Yeah, that's like mm. England was doing all the right well, things Well, I suppose <laughs> like recognising that um, epidemics are bad for society. So True. And epidemics were particularly bad in England at the yes. time as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, country. I think as well to like it, it all relates because, you know, at this time too, there's a lot of uh, transportation still happening. So yep. when we say transportation, we mean convicts. Um, <laughs> My forebears. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like all of that, like, yeah, a lot of the diseases on yeah. ships and things yeah. were, you know, yeah. close quarters and all that kind of stuff. So um, Yuck. It, yeah. it was definitely in their interest, mm. actually in their economic interest yeah. too, I think. Well, that's it. Like if, if they're doing things like this uh, at this time, it's, I'm going to say rarely out of the goodness of their heart. Probably if not. Ever. <laughs> Probably not. Um, but uh, even like, so um, I found here by 1807, British had vaccinated more than a million Indians and Sri Lankans against smallpox. Wow. Um, England. And even the Nepalese as well. Um, yeah. I think, you know, uh, a lot of the. A lot of thing too was um like it was probably ch- it would would have been cheap Wouldn't to cost, produce, no. <laughs> um and but. you know do a good thing for your colony. I guess they repay you. A bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Keep the colonies happy. Yeah. They don't rebel. Uh, the United States had a compulsory vaccination law in 1905, um, yeah. with smallpox being the center of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we get to the point, so post World War II, when the UN is established and we get the World Health Organization. So 1959, the WHO yeah. want to eradicate smallpox worldwide. They're like, let's let's just get rid of it, yeah. shall we? Yeah. Um, and so it was still endemic in 33 countries at that point. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, and in the 1960s, uh, six to eight children died each year in the United States um, from complications to the smallpox, smallpox vaccine. There you go. Interesting. To the vaccine. Yeah. Not actually, not oh, just, oh not to the vaccine. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there, were, there was still like, there was a lot of stuff going around. But <laughs> still uh, problems. Uh, by 1974, uh, the WHO vaccination program uh, had confined smallpox mm. um, down to the subcontinent. So like India, Pakistan, yep. Bangladesh. Yep. And also a small pocket in Africa, in Ethiopia and Somalia. Okay. Yep. Um, so that was in 1974. Three years later in 1977, WHO recorded the last case of smallpox, um, which was in Somalia. Hey. Um, and in 1980, it officially declares the world free of smallpox. Of smallpox. There you go. Yeah. And it hasn't, We that's one of the ones, because we're seeing a resurgence of some. So measles has made yeah. a resurgence in and some places. Polio. Uh, and polio yeah. is still not complete. Well, but not no, we declared ourselves 
free of polio, but it has come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. In some places. Yeah. Um, but smallpox has not smallpox come back. Smallpox is not. No. Okay. Um, and I do know that one of the things that we do, I think there's a couple of labs around the world mm. where they keep like, yeah. smallpox yeah. just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Because we don't get vaccinated against it anymore. No. Right? So it's, no, because yeah, we don't need just, to. Yeah, um, it's not there. So yeah. Um, <laughs> James is showing. Uh, confronting images of children with smallpox. I need a warning. <laughs> a warning. Thank you, James. Um, yeah. So, um, mm. and and because of the the eradication um, in 1974, the WHO adopted the goal of universal vaccination by 1990 against smallpox. Against everything. Against everything. That <laughs> so, is ambitious. So, well, it was against six preventable. Right. Disease. So ones yeah. that we already knew that we yeah. could prevent. So okay. that was measles, polio, mm-hmm. diphtheria, whooping cough, tetanus, and tuberculosis. Yeah. So still, still working on it. Of all of those, I'm pretty sure that there's only, I think, I think there's only small outbreaks of tuberculosis still. Yeah. Small outbreaks of polio, small outbreaks of measles. The only yeah. ones that are still quite rampant. Yeah. Uh, hooping cough. Yep. Um, tetanus. If mm. you're not, because you have to. Tetanus is not one that you get vaccinated against for life. No. You have to get boosters yeah. for that one. Yeah. Um, and I think I don't know about diphtheria. I didn't look into diphtheria. I think diphtheria is part of like you get a three in one, and it's one of them. It's, it's yeah, like, but I'm not sure if it's gone. Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm not sure if there's still small pockets right. of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for the most part, those things only happen in mm. countries where there is not the infrastructure to do. Well, that's, that's the thing. The vaccination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if we want to move on to polio, mm. so the polio vaccination was developed in 1955. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know anyone who was impacted by polio? I do. My grandfather yeah. had polio. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so he was, he got polio before the vaccination was, mm. was a thing. Mm. Uh, really, it affected his legs, but not massively. He, right. he, um, he got better. Mm. Um, and uh, I know I, I, what I do know is my mum speaks about it, but I don't know exactly how, like I know, I know he was really sick. Yeah. Like he was really sick, yeah. but he got better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and from what I like, from what I remember of him, mm. It wasn't like a noticeable thing, yeah. You know, like because uh, when you read historically about famous people with polio mm. or whatever, uh, you, you often either they're either in a wheelchair, yeah, or they have like a really prodigious limp, yeah, because polio really affects your your limbs. Yeah, I was in a book club like years and years and years ago with just like random people, um, and yeah, one of the guys there he had it as a kid and he got around in like a little motorized scooter thing, mm. but like yeah, like it's it. For me, polio, it kind of blows your mind because there are still those people around who lived with it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it's, it's uh, there's wild polio virus, which is endemic in only two countries today. Okay. Afghanistan and Pakistan. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's, yeah, like you said, the countries that just don't have the infrastructure. Yeah. Or well, because, yeah, and because the polio vaccine stable. was, what, 1950? Yeah. Um, 55. It's quite recent. Recent, yeah. Um, and, um, um, yeah, I, th- I feel like um, to the, yeah, like we said, I think the um, the big 
rollout of vaccines, mm. uh, you know, it's it's while the WHO is like, let's vaccinate everyone. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it costs money to do that. Yeah. Uh, you've got to you've got to have the medical infrastructure to allow people to be vaccinated. That's it. Um, and you've got to be able to do it at the right times. Mm. Um, yeah. um, well, that's, I read a, a good article by UNICEF <clears throat> about that because, like, they're one of the big ones that go out into like these countries that are poor and um, ravaged by war and and all of those sorts of things and and try to vaccinate children. Mm. Um, and so, where we see uh, instances of these diseases sort of springing back up again. It's usually in those places, even though like the big anti-vaxxing movement yep. is happening in developed countries. Yeah. Yep. And that's because we have short collective memories, I believe. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so um, people just forget what it, well, I mean, we never lived it, but. Um, well, yeah. I mean, we've kind of lived through something now, well, which exactly. is funny that like, <sighs> like, I always find it funny that we, we get these things like anti-vaccination mm, mm. things where like, you know, we've just like, we've obviously just lived through this massive impact on our lives mm-hmm. for COVID-19. And yet some people are still like, no, nope, I won't be doing it. Yeah. Like don't know what they put in that vaccine. Yeah. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I wanted to talk about anti-vaxxing for a, a little minute because I think if we're going to talk about this, you kind of have to talk about anti-vaxxing. Sure. Um, and part of the goal might be to uh, educate. So before we do that, could I? Go. Okay. So I read this article, which is what if we stopped vaccinating? Oh, go. Okay. What would happen? And so. Um, so before the middle of last century, um, all the diseases that we've been talking about have been, you know, would um, pretty much anyone under the age of like 18 mm-hmm. would probably get one, if not all Something. of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those diseases, right? Yeah. Um, and so um, if we if we got rid of the vaccination program, uh, it is estimated uh, that the mortality rate of children would jump um, from where it sits now. So currently in, if you're, okay, so this is like a divide in the in the world at the minute, but yes. if you live in a Western country, as a child, infant mortality rate is, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of percent. Yeah. It's estimated that if we got rid of all vaccinations mm. from tomorrow, that within five years, uh, the mortality rate would jump somewhere between 40 to 50%. Oh, you're joking. Yep. Wow. Which means that your child would have a, <laughs> almost a one, one in two, two chance, chance of, of surviving. Yeah. Which is what it was like pre-industrial revolution. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, a stat that I got from UNICEF was that uh, vaccination saves two to three million lives a year. Yeah. Um, which seemed like, I mean, that's a lot, but it seems small to me, but like in the, in the grand scheme of things, but yeah, two to three million lives a year. Yeah, and it's, that's a rough estimate based <laughs> yeah. on I mean, like that would be very hard to measure. Yeah, but, yeah, it's extrapolated from like death rates in other countries <clears throat> at the minute, yeah. and that kind of thing. But yeah. uh, it's it's um, yeah, I, I found that pretty amazing. Uh, and James is just showing mm. um, some instances of these diseases sort of uh, coming, well, resurging. Yeah. Um, after following reductions in vaccinations, so. If we go to the more recent ones, so like yeah, okay, so in the UK and Ireland, the measles from the two from two thousand, yeah, and in um, the United States from two thousand five, yeah, um, yeah, Wales measles, United States tetanus, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So like, you know, it's not like, I think some of these things, it's like smallpox we got rid of because it was a human to human transition transmission mm-hmm. deal. Yep. Um, and so we were able to just get rid of it completely. Yeah. Some of them don't go away though. Mm. Um, so like maybe we can't eradicate some of them scientifically. Yeah. Um, and if we drop, if you drop it, drop the ball for just a minute. Yeah. <laughs> things can get way out yeah. of hand. So I, I'm going to read a quote <clears throat> from a guy called Eugene Foster. I want you to guess when he wrote this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go. Fun game. Ready? Yeah. So millions of human lives, as I shall show, have been preserved by the fruits of Jenna's genius. Yet today, thousands upon thousands of men, some intelligent though designing, some intelligent though deluded, the great mass of them fanatical and ignorant decry vaccination as only being of no service to, sorry, as not only being of no service to humanity, but positively a nuisance injurious to health and life, while millions of our fellow men are utterly ignorant of or indifferent to the matter. When do you think this was written? From the language. I know. The language gives it away a bit. I'm going to guess like. Let's even get a decade. Decade. Let's go 1950. No, 1896. 1896. Yeah. So, yeah, written by Eugene Foster and published in 1896. It's his introductory marks for the publication of statistical evidence of the value of immunization. Um, And it's astonishing in some ways how things have not changed despite the measurable impact of vaccines. Mm. And that's what really gets me. I'm like, this is scientifically measured and proven. Yeah. Um, So... Um, with the, <clears throat> pardon me, the whole uh, anti-vaxxing thing, I've got another thing um, written by a guy called Berman. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, and it's a story of activist groups uh, that don't so much deny science as carefully select straws of information and misinformation to build their nests of belief. Yeah. And I think that's like, yeah, what's really important to sort of understand where it comes from so that you can, um, I guess, argue against it. Effectively, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm. um, yeah I, I think um, I just I I can understand like, especially like I, f- I feel like if we if we delve into the the why people are anti vaxxers, mm. um, I feel like it comes from in my mind predominantly it's it, it grew from America. Yeah. Because, and he's, I'm going to make a sweeping statement here. Oh, I love a sweeping sorry, statement. Sorry to my American <laughs> listeners. Um, my sweeping statement about America is that they have an inherent distrust of government. Yeah. Um, and so anything that, a, 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 like any sort of mass government thing, mm. there is going to be a group of people who are like, why would I trust the government mm. to do anything for me? Yeah. yeah. Um, which is then now in the time of, you know, internet <laughs> information spread spread yeah um becomes the like you know yeah uh the the prevailing opinion in in some circles yeah the one for me is like the the link between vaccinations and autism that's been so conclusively debunked but it's still a thing that you hear people say and it's just um it's like they don't they don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's interesting. Definitely. Well, mm. I thought, um, I thought as we seems to be, we're getting to the, the end of this one. Yes. I thought I, I saw this graph the other day, um, on Reddit actually, um, Reddit has a really good, um, page called data is beautiful. Um, and they had this, um, this graph about are COVID-19 vaccines working. Uh-huh. So we've had them for, 
about six months in some places. Yeah. And the country I really want to focus on is Israel. Okay. Because Israel said, um, hey, Pfizer, I'm pretty sure it was Pfizer. They were mm. like, hey, Pfizer, um, listen, uh, COVID's out of control here. Mm-hmm. What if we said, come and just give everyone your vaccine and we'll be your largest trial. Testing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and just, just do it for everyone. So, so they did. Okay. Right. So yeah. everyone in Israel is being back was like, they started yeah. um, last year. Right. Yeah. Um, and so um, I was looking at the, so the, the rolling seven day average of vac- So sorry, rolling seven day average of people who have caught COVID. Yep. Right. Um, so back in, um, December-ish mm-hmm. of 2020 in Israel, they had about a thousand cases a day and that was their peak. Okay. Right. Yep. So they'd started vaccination already, but mm-hmm. um, this was- It was early know, days. Right. Yeah. So they're now at just above 60% complete vaccination. vaccination. Yep. Their daily cases, do you want to take a guess? Oh, good game. Um, daily cases. So it was a thousand at the peak. It was a thousand at the peak. 100. And they've had no restrictions either. A hundred. Hundred. We are below a hundred. We are Ooh. at about twenty to thirty cases a day. Wow. So there you go. And you can see the line from a thousand. So you, like, there's a line that was the with um, yeah. with the vaccination going up and the yeah. seven day average yeah, just the, like the, plummeting. Yeah. yeah. Um. And no restrictions. No restrictions. So to me, that says, As, yeah. hey, it's working. Yeah. which, you know. The other thing though that I read about Israel and their vaccinations is that they weren't vaccinating their um, Palestinian population. Yeah, I I did hear that. I don't know if they've, yeah, maybe they've. Hopefully they've. Because I mean they mix. It's not like you've. Well, that's it. I was like, how can can you possibly do that? It seems a bit silly, doesn't it? (laughs) But anyway, Um, that's a different issue. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, that says to me that it's working. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I, you know. Um, I was on the WHO website as well mm-hmm. and they were talking about like, you know, if um if if we if we can just you know, if we can just get to that Yeah, that, that level. You know, that eighty percent ish level. Yeah. Um, things will be. I think most people in Australia are pretty, um, you know, pragmatic about it, and mm. like, you know, I'll get it as soon as it's yeah. available to me, and yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, my mom's going first. She's a nurse. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll just watch. Well, her. <laughs> just we're we're lowly teachers, Siobhan. I know. <laughs> in in Australia, there are five rounds yeah. of the vaccine rollout. Yeah. They're still in phase one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, guess yeah. what phase we're in? Yeah, we're in phase five. five yes. Everyone. <laughs> yep. Um, it's because such a um, if, if you are if you are in in another country, I know that yeah. there are there teachers are big again. um. Well, there's a big. In America, you know, there's they? a big argument in America about whether schools mm. should go back because some yeah. schools haven't even gone back, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, do do kids in schools get COVID? Should teachers be teaching? Mm. Uh, I can tell you right now that we've been teaching oh, pretty much for like time. six months yeah. now yeah. again yeah. Uh, because apparently in Australia schools don't get COVID. Yeah. Did well, you this know is that? the thing. So if they were to, to bring teachers forward, they would have to admit that everything they said during the lockdown about kids not getting it and therefore teachers being fine is wrong. So yeah. they don't want to admit that. So no, we'll go don't. last That's with true. everybody We will else. go last with everyone else. Oh, well. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, we'll just suck it up and deal with it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
see you all in Homebush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully there's a sweet gig on at the same time. Well, maybe. Might be, maybe there'll be like a footy game or something I can go to oh, afterwards. No. I don't know. You don't want to do that? No, thank you. Are you sure? Yeah. You can come with me. I'm good. Yeah? No? I think so. I don't want to watch the sharks sure? get whooped. <laughs> oh, sick burn. Throwing shade. <laughs> Terrible. Okay. All right, fair enough. Well, that's, that's how, how it came, came to this. this. As always, you can catch us by email, how did it come to this podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at HDICTT Podcast. If you like the show, it'd be really good if you could leave us a review on iTunes if possible. How Did It Come To This is written by Daniel Matters and Siobhan Doherty. Our producer is James Tuckwell, edited by Daniel Matters, original music by Lachlan McWhorter. Yeah, because they bought all the vaccines. Oh, is it COVID vaccinations? Yeah. No, it was it was Trump. One of the so no 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 no. I actually, it's it's probably one of the only good things he actually did was to finance Operation Warp Speed, which yeah, that's what it was called. It was Operation Warp Speed, which was the ability for any American company to go full steam ahead on a vaccine without restriction. Which is why they've got. I think they so there's four vaccines. So they've got three already in circulation with one still on the way um, and they paid them all for one dose for every American for all four vaccines. 200,000 vaccines given and a million more well on the way. Well on the way, yeah. That 20%? Yeah. So yeah, like, like, I mean, Trump didn't like do it himself, but he did approve it. So I'll give him that. Sure. <laughs> credit where credit is due. Sure. Uh, we didn't have to fund it. Yeah, it was it was an executive order. He didn't have to fund it. That is true. Yeah. Um, but of course, he wants to take credit for it. I mean, yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Although, um, so one of my favorite one of my favorite podcasters, James, um, Chaz Litchiedello, who you might recognize from the Chaser. <laughs> um, he because he does the Planet America podcast. Yeah. Um, and um. Yeah, he talks about Operation Warp Speed all the time. And he, he thinks Trump you should have used it more so in his campaign for re-election because, like, it was the one good thing that he actually did. That would have made a lot of sense, although it doesn't... Well, then I, I think, does that, does that like, are a lot of, like, I mean, this gets into controversial area, but are, like, a lot of his supporters anti-vaxxers maybe? I don't know. Yep. Yes, conservative yeah. nature. Yeah, but he did, he did brag about it. He bragged about the vaccine stuff quite a bit, but he didn't, he didn't do it enough. He didn't it. No, well, he did. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. He didn't. Um, he didn't go on like a massive, like you know, campaign about it. Or did he? The fake news media. <laughs> the fake news media. I still haven't found an article. Has anyone got an article? <laughs> I just want an article about vac- Like maybe, maybe about the COVID vaccine. I don't know. There's got to be one on ABC. There is.